Did you ever see the movie Good Morning Vietnam with uh, Robin Williams? I don't think I've seen it. I obviously have heard of it, but I yeah, don't think I've actually watched really it. Really good movie. Really good movie. What a comic genius. What a sadness that he's no longer with us, mm-hmm. but here we are, and we're with us. Good morning. Good morning. This is Gene Dickinson and... Alyssa Young. Welcome to More Than Money, and if you are a loyal listener, you know exactly how this works. We don't really have to give you a whole lot of introduction, but if you're joining us for the very first time, Welcome. Thanks for being here. Yeah, thanks for being here indeed. Um, and thank you for being here. Goodness, every Saturday we're, uh, we're, we're getting some nice feedback. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of annoying. Yeah, uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Gene's upset that I'm stealing his thunder. Um, <laughs> I'm not upset. I'm a little pissed, but I'm not upset. Hurt, crushed. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh yeah, I'm I, just... Ah. No, that would be her. She's over there going, ah, look at this. I love burn pits. I love Oh, my goodness. Sorry, we're doing a lot of visual stuff, and we're kind of forgetting it's radio. Yeah, people can't see your hand gestures. Kick kick on that. uh, We'll go live on Facebook. (laughs) Yeah, we have to do that. Actually, there's probably... Really good reasons why we shouldn't go live on Facebook. <laughs> I'm just saying. It's just, I mean, you always look really nice on Saturdays. Uh, I'm wearing my running clothes. <laughs> well, you get your. Yeah, and this my, is your. My MTM fleece. Pool. You look great. And then, it's a nice shirt. And then there's Jean. Oh. Yeah, we're. Oh, and don't are, don't get me started about Gunther. People. <laughs> God, what? What's, I wasn't sure if he got hit by a truck on the way in or. Whew. You can't really give the guy a hard time. It's gosh, he's got to be up at. Well, I'm up at five, and and we're on at eight, so he's on at six. What do you figure? He's up at three, three thirty. Oh, I hope not. I'm guessing. <laughs> I'm just guessing. It's too early. That's, it, that's uh, still night. That's still the middle of the night. Oh, dark thirty. That's uh-huh. exactly right. Uh, welcome to More Than Money. If you're a loyal listener, you know that we talk about all manner of things connected to whatever is important to you. And the term more than money is very <laughs> appropriate. We cover a lot of ground. Mm-hmm. And if uh, it's a financial question, of course, uh, as a financial advisor with 780 years of experience, I stand at your service. And Alyssa is, um, let's be honest, she looks like a child, but she's not that far behind me. I'm thinking 360, 370. Catching I'm up. Catching up rapidly. <laughs> That's what this radio show will do for you. Oh. Most financial advisors, if they're uh, active, if they're in a normal career track, they might answer one or two questions a week from a client or a prospect, and and you're doing like 38. Mm, yeah, definitely in, helps the learning curve. <laughs> it's incredible. <laughs> um, and apparently people like you way better than they like me, and that's okay. So, if, Gene's clients who he was meeting with this week wanted to meet me because they listened to the radio. And yeah. They were excited to put yeah. a face to the voice, yeah. and he was like, "Oh, cut it out!" <laughs> yeah. right. Did you want to rub that in? Yeah. Did you want? No. You no, have I'll a salt just... shaker over there. You want to just open up the wound and just pour it in? Just trying you... to explain why you're so hurt. <laughs> oh goodness, Terry's a sweetheart. Tony's she, wonderful. Yes. She's very sweet. She's very very sweet. She's you know, <sighs> not really thinking. But anyway. 
Oh, it's, be nice. No, <laughs> it's wonderful. It's wonderful, for goodness sakes. That's the whole idea is to get you on and have people go, wow, she's really wonderful. You just don't have to hate Jean along the way. Just, <laughs> Nobody said they hated you. Just a thought. It was just a thought. <laughs> uh, if you would like to join us with your questions, you can go old school, 610-720-7900. You talk to the lovely and talented Mr. John Elliott. <laughs> He's very excited. He's ex- <laughs> as excited as a burn pit. It's <laughs> kind of a uh, the reference. If you haven't already figured it out, we're referencing the uh, Nancy Pelosi Joe Biden Act of Tuesday evening. That was just. Um, I tell you what, the things I do for my audience. I love you people. I love you people because nothing else would make me sit through that crap. But I sat through all of it. Oh. And at the point that Joe Biden, uh, I'm sure he was well, well-meaning, uh, was referencing uh, the horrific effects on our military personnel, our men and women, American men and women of the military who were posted uh, in Iraq next to burn pits, refuse burn pits where they burned unthinkable things. And lots of them sadly now have tremendous health concerns. Nancy Pelosi rose with a maniacal look on her face of what what under any other set of circumstances would be considered a look of just sheer joy and just over-the-top ecstasy and rubbed her little fists together like, I'm about to see. It was just the most disturbing. I And up to that point, Chuck Schumer missing the applause line and jumping up long before the applause was supposed to start. And he started... And then, and then he looked around. Okay, I got caught. And it was all on camera. That was disturbing. And then Nancy Pelosi saved Chuck's bacon by being the most disturbing individual of the night. Uh, winning the award. How wonderful is that? So that's our reference to burn pits. Our apologies to anyone whose uh, sensibilities are offended. Let's see. That would be everybody in our audience. Because they're all caring, wonderful Americans. Mm-hmm. And they are all offended by that. Mm-hmm. Every single one. Six one zero seven two zero seventy nine hundred. You get to talk lovely and talented, Mr. John Elliott, and then you'll talk to Alyssa because that's the only one people want to talk to. <laughs> if you want to send us emails, that works really, really well. Alyssa A L Y S S A at askmtm dot com. Gene G E N E at askmtm dot com. They, they work really, really well. And if you wish to join our show from a bit further afield or if perhaps you're at work or perhaps you're uh, in a position where you're, uh, the Internet would be a better way to listen, then uh, that works out great. Morethanmoneyonline.com. Ma- magic red button appears every Saturday morning, and you hit the Listen Live button, and uh, you're in the show. And, of course, if you have questions, you hit the Ask Gene button. And I'll take those and give those to Alyssa because that's who people want to listen to. Speak- Let's all give Gene some love today. Just a little. Just a little. Well, speaking of love and speaking of Alyssa, those two things are connected. Um, you had a wonderful week. Your family had a wonderful week. You had a lot of love to celebrate this Lots week. Lots of birthdays. Yeah. Yeah. My husband's birthday was Tuesday and my son's birthday was yesterday. So there's been a lot of birthday cake because my birthday was last month so um i have some work to do (laughs) between now and spring (laughs) i've been eating way too much but yeah we had nice um 
nice uh, celebration, mini celebrations, and then um, tonight my my son and well, it's a joint birthday celebration, I guess. But uh, well, now, when you say joint, you're not suggesting. No, just no, oh, co- just combined. a lot of people together combined. Yeah, yeah. combined. We're totally both different. Both of them, and yeah. I'll have a bunch of teenage boys at my house for <laughs> cake and a poker game in the basement. So that's how they like to spend their Saturday evenings together. So. Um, <laughs> And and you will look back many years from now and and be so grateful that this crowd of boys, friends of your son, want to spend time at your house, yeah, under your roof, your family. It's just fantastic. I already I already am. Uh, when he first did started this thing with his friends, I thought, oh, it's great. I'd much rather have them all here. And I can hear them, you know, mm-hmm. and I know what they're doing and I, you know, you know that they're safe and they're always welcome. And they have so much fun. I, it makes me laugh hearing them laughing and oh, carrying on. How nice. I always say it's the rowdiest poker game I have <laughs> ever witnessed. When adults play poker, it doesn't get like uh, this. No, they're too serious. Yeah, it's so just... fun just hearing them um, and I make them food and they're grateful. And uh, By the way, just good. just so we're clear, I say, ah, duh, yeah, let me tell you about it. I don't play poker. I don't play poker. Um, it's it's there's, there's lots of reasons, but the, the, the most predominant reason is I work hard for my money <laughs> and I don't just go on. Hey, well, I lost it. And I lost it. No, if I lost money, it's because it's in the seat cushions. It's <laughs> that's God bless them. That good for them. And it's, it's uh, again, w- memories that are wonderful family uh, f- birthdays. And Alyssa's uh, whining here about oh, the spring. Uh, if I walk past the refrigerator, the scale gains five pounds. Uh, if if she eats until she's sick, she gains four and a half ounces. So this is not fair. <laughs> so all of you out there, I wish I could kind of pick. I'd like to meet Alyssa because I have an image. Yeah, just think super fit, and 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 then she whines about four ounces. And, <laughs> and then there's the Pillsbury Doughboy over here. So. I've, I've been eating way too much cake, um, but it's all good. It's I can't I I can't let it go to waste. Good. You know? So now soon it'll be gone and then we can move and, move on. <laughs> and, and everybody in your family gets to pick their cake. Yep. And uh, this year this is Zach picked Funfetti. Funfetti cake, which is hysterical. <laughs> yeah, very and, unlike him. And then uh, Andrew picked He has ice cream cake. Um my my mother-in-law um makes these custom ice cream cakes and um I do it sometimes too now I learned from her but you pick your combination of ice cream flavors and candy and cookies and brownies and mix them all together and it's amazing so he's got ice cream cake and i also made a sour cream chocolate chip bundt cake with chocolate uh, icing. okay uh, didn't uh, just <laughs> just you know it's lent right <laughs> yeah sorry see i think i just gained four ounces just That's saying a, those oh words <laughs> And yeah. uh, as much as I want to swing by Nazo Nut on the way home, <laughs> by the way, Foshnot. That, well, that's the other thing. We also Whoa. had Foshnots this week. So besides birthdays, I know there's another ounce and a half for you. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Do you know how many of those I ate between Tuesday and Thursday? A dozen? No, I didn't eat a dozen. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe four or five. I don't know. They were so good. Oh my god! They were gosh. so good. Uh, we, for the first time, um, planned ahead, ordered ahead, and Alyssa was kind enough to swing by Nazo Nut on the way in. 
Oh, my goodness. That place was hopping. Wow, that was crazy. Yeah, the video I saw was out crazy. The door. Yeah, a pre-order line and a please, please, please have extra donuts for me line. <laughs> and I was lucky enough to be in the pre-order line, and they were ready when I... Oh, I waited like maybe five minutes or so, wow. and then five they, whole minutes. Yeah, that's it. And they were like, "Oh, your order's ready. Paid for. It got out. It was, it was nice. Um, they, I'm happy for them. And and in the interest of full disclosure, Nazo Nut is not a sponsor of More Than Money. <laughs> although at some point they might want to consider. <laughs> I think it. we've talked about Nazo Nut every week oh, for like the last two months. Goodness, well, it's your, it's, <laughs> it's my fault. Uh, well, you and John, are you kidding me? Uh, what, six weeks ago, you're like on blah, 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 Nazonut. I go, what's Nazonut? Oh, my God, you've never been to Nazonut? You're, well, well, your life is empty. You're, you're a shell of a person. And sad for you. in the interest of full disclosure, they were right. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. First time I went there, bacon and maple donut, Boston. I, I've tried probably five or six different varieties. Every one just... Off the charts. Yeah. Crazy good. Speaking of off the charts, um, we are a financial show. We should probably talk about that. Um, Well, why don't you start with this one? This is kind of fun, an email that we got this week. Okay. It says, I listen to your radio show and enjoy it. Very informative at times. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Gene and Alyssa, for sharing your knowledge and information with us. Now, this is a nice email, and I yeah, I, I appreciate I appreciate it. I mean, they took the time to to thank us and compliment us. But I I do have a question what? about those two words. At times, I mean, even just now, like we were being informative about Nazonut. Uh, absolutely, <laughs> they're getting a, an endorsement someplace. If you're you know, if you want the good stuff, you, yeah. I mean, what know. about the other times? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know what I figured out. Hmm. It's when you're talking, it's informative. Oh, geez. Here we right go. back to yeah. that. <laughs> 610-720-7900. Gene at AskMTM.com. Alyssa at AskMTM.com. A phone caller, thankfully. Saving thankful. us from They're, ourselves. Probably wouldn't talk to me. Probably. Jobs report for February was great. I love those positive news reports. Was, oh, was it 685,000? Is uh, that right? Well, if Something. 678 is the same as 685, yes, oh, it was 685. <laughs> what do you work for the government? <laughs> <laughs> it's seven or 8,000. Yeah. Well, they're going to revise it anyway. Well, right. Yeah, so it's on the ballpark. Next, next month it'll be a million three. <laughs> Just yeah. absolutely fantastic numbers. If you go back to November, uh, those four months were pushing 2 million new jobs. Unemployment down to 3.8. And before we get too excited about what's causing all that, it's got nothing to do with Washington, D.C. <laughs> 610-720-7900. We go to the phones. We talk to Joe. Joe, good morning. Good morning, Jean. I My husband's in a nursing home and he's going to qualify for Medicaid shortly. Mm-hmm. And my husband had mild dementia. Huh. I am missing so many documents. I don't know what he did with them. Oh, my goodness. So how do I get copies of birth certificates and marriage certificates and his military discharge papers? Oh, my goodness. It's, it's, um, it's going to be a bit of work. There's no question about that. Um, uh, I, I haven't bumped into this personally, so I'm going to give you the best that I've got. Alyssa may have something to add. Um, but if 
we don't get you everything that you need on the call, make sure that you check in with us on Monday. Uh, we have a wonderful staff in the office, and we'll be happy to give you as much guidance as we can and as much assistance as you go through this. I would start, particularly with the military, I, I would start with the VA. All right, mm-hmm. what, what county are you in? Lehigh. Lehigh County. Um, there's a, a veterans office in each county, so the veterans office would for you would be in Lehigh County. They should be able to give you some pretty serious and immediate assistance for that piece of the puzzle. Uh, what mm-hmm. county were you married in? Lehigh County. Yeah, I think the the <laughs> Lehigh County courthouse the, uh, is is going to be a good place for you to start for uh, the uh, the marriage certificate, and then um, counties that you were born in. My husband was born in Lehigh County. I was born in Franklin County. Okay. Um, well, Lehigh County seems like you're going to be able to, to to get a near clean sweep of what you need. Uh, through the VA office and the county courthouse, uh, Franklin County would be the place that I would call for your birth certificate replacement as well. I don't know if those are registered through the counties or the states. I, I am assuming, guessing, that they're through the counties. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, think, I think that's right. So is start with the VA, start with the county, and uh, let them know that you need replacement documents. And uh, they should be able to help guide you a little more precisely. But again, if you run into any pickle at all, just reach out to us in the office on Monday. We'll be happy to have one of our team help you as well. I just can't believe the amount of documents they want a five-year look back. Oh, sure. I'm going to have to get all those things from the bank because... I didn't keep them. I didn't know I needed them past a year or two. <laughs> no, no. And everybody, there's lots of folks in exactly that situation. So as frustrating as I know it is, uh, take some comfort in knowing you're sure not alone. And, uh, again, if you need any assistance, please reach out to us. We'll be happy to help. Thank you very much for your advice. No worries. Good God luck. bless you. God bless you. God bless you, too. 610-720-7900. There are so many uh, situations where one spouse basically takes charge of the financial world and the um, other spouses, yeah, they like doing it. Why the heck not? I'm not, I'm maybe I'm not even particularly excited about doing that kind of stuff anyway. And then we have a situation like this. Mm -hmm. It's not, uh, it's very challenging. Yeah. Uh, any recommendations as to how to avoid that in a family? Yeah, um, I actually did this a few years ago, and then I think I read about exactly this in my retirement income coursework. Um, a few a few years ago, I made a list of all of our where all of our accounts are. Um, I made a list of um, how bills are paid. So it's not real detailed. That doesn't have like account numbers and passwords and things like that, but mm-hmm. it's at least a reference point. Um, you know, so like these, these set of bills are paid automatically out of the checking account. These are not, th- th- we have our retirement accounts here, here, and here, all that kind of stuff. And I gave it to my husband mm-hmm. and both sets, both of our parents. Mm-hmm. And I figured, you know, at least then they have at least a, a checklist. Um, it's a starting point. And and this is based on in your family, you're the one that fundamentally runs the finances. Right. 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 So I I, I knew that it would answer a lot of questions mm. and at least get people started. And then I mean I keep um in our we have a 
you know, filing cabinet and everything's mm-hmm. labeled and I keep the most recent things in there. And that way, if they have a list, they can re- go to their to that cabinet and find documents and stuff like that. But that's that is a simple way um, that you can help people. Um, I don't know. That's that's one place to start. I think it's a very good place to start just to get some basic organization. And and if you can answer 80 percent of the questions, it gives the whether it's a surviving spouse or in this case, a spouse that needs to take the reins Mm -hmm. um, a a place to start. Yeah. Um, More, you know, uh, detailed or I should say um, taking it to the, the next level powers of attorney are always uh, a good thing to have in place too so that people can actually not only access your information but make decisions and do things on your behalf um, without going through legal hoops and having to deal with you know guardianship and all that kind of stuff so if you can actually put your wishes on paper and have it legally you know recognize that you're giving authority to another person to to control your mm-hmm. accounts and stuff like that. That's even better. A lot of folks are under the impression that if you're the spouse, you are automatically have that. It's not true. It's not As true. a matter of fact, even when, when we, our clients know this, when we open accounts, um, retirement accounts, investment accounts, whatever they are, um, to, to help you, if it's an individual account like an IRA, we actually have documents that we need you to sign if you want us to be allowed to discuss them with your spouse. Indeed. Um, so, and it seems kind of silly sometimes, mm-hmm. but I say, yeah, this is something we need to do. You tell me that it's okay to discuss your your personal account with the person you're married to, and vice versa. So we we do that paperwork. It's all about protecting protecting you. you you're know? absolutely right. Now, as you were uh, describing your system, a couple things came to mind. You mentioned the word passwords. Mm. There are tons of folks out there listening right now that have assets online and some of the assets are not financial. They may be, um, there was a time when the family's most treasured possession were their photo albums Mm. in books on a shelf. Very few folks have them in books on a shelf, but they have them in the cloud. They have them online. And and if you have the password and no one else does and you're not here, that can be a real problem. And that's a small problem versus online banking, online access. Yeah. So passwords are a big deal. Safety deposit boxes. This young lady's looking for uh, birth certificates and wedding uh, licenses, marriage licenses. Does she? Does she know if they have a safety deposit box? That's actually the first thing that came to my mind is maybe he set one up and she doesn't know. Doesn't know about and it. And that's where all of that stuff is. Yeah. And and another item that's not not germane to how do I find stuff, it's germane to how do I get rid of stuff. Mm. Because almost as damaging as not having the knowledge of where things are is having three, four, five, six big boxes of paper and having no idea what in there is valuable and what isn't. So uh, our More Than Money world headquarters in the Holy Lands between Bethlehem and Nazareth, we, we have a wonderful shredding service. So folks that are clients who have excess paper that they just want to get rid of, or in, in this case, a young lady who's never actually been involved, if she has excess, excess paper, 
and she doesn't know if she can get rid of it, mm. bring it in. One of our team will go through it with her. And then whatever's left, uh, if you have five or six pieces of paper, it's easy to shred. If you have five or six boxes of paper, it can be ridiculously time-consuming, and you tend to go, I'll get to that, maybe never. Well, <laughs> put it in the trunk of your car, bring it over, drop it off, and we'll make sure that we get that shredded for you. Nice. So a couple different, we're coming at it from a, a lot of different directions, but this young lady's challenge is very real, mm-hmm. very, very real. And we want to help as much as we can. We just have a couple of moments before we go to our first break. Um, Do you want to tell people about the video on our website? Sure, go ahead. <laughs> um, so we have a, a video Gene produced um, available on morethanmoneyonline.com in which he talks about the Russia-Ukraine conflict and how it affects us and how it might affect your investments and give some tips about um, how to respond or not. <laughs> so if you're worried, um, it's a great place to go and hear Gene's words of wisdom. And uh, so that you're not put off by the specter of Gene talking forever and ever, I think it's under nine minutes. Yeah. <laughs> so you can watch that video. Not during <clears throat> not during the show. No, wait till after the show. After the show. It's only available after 10 o'clock on it's Saturday. It's like an encore. It's <laughs> That was that was really good, actually. Now I see why people like you. Six one zero seven two zero seventy nine hundred. Alyssa at askmtm.com. More than money We're going to take your emails, your questions, your concerns after this on more than money. Welcome back to More Than Money. You've got Gene Dickinson. You have Alyssa Young. You have the opportunity to have your questions asked and answered at 610-720-7900. 610-720-7900. Alyssa at askmtm.com. Gene at askmtm.com. Morethanmoneyonline.com. We have a fistful of emails. I have a couple things I just want to checklist to make sure that we've covered. Um, thank you so much for reminding me that, yes, we've produced a video. It's, we put the effort into it. And it's, yes. it's on the website. So if you have concerns and questions about how we're interpreting the uh, Russia invasion of the Ukraine, and uh, as you might expect, we start with please offer up prayers. Please, please, please offer up prayers for the people of the Ukraine. And goodness, for the Russian people, there's lots yeah, just because you got a mad, just just because you have a leader that you have no respect. Oh, hang on a second. Were we talking about Russia? Or? Yeah. Okay, that was kind of broad brush there. Um, <laughs> there's lots of concerns, obviously. So we tried to put in a fairly compact uh, space of time something that's easily accessible to everybody. Yeah. So morethanmoneyonline.com. You hit the banner, and and you'll go right to the. Uh, Right to the video, and hopefully that gives you lots of answers. One of the answers that I am looking for is why are we 
as a federal government not sanctioning Russian oil, but we are sanctioning American oil. That's a question I have for our leaders. Uh, it is, um, in, in my world, that's something that cannot be effectively answered. The prices at the pump rose 22 cents in three days. I, I wanted to ask you about that. Do I have to put more gas in my car? Like when, when the gauge is close to the E and the, the prices are over $4, like is it, do, do I absolutely need to fill my gas tank? Your son is um, incredibly fit, very, very strong. I think he could effectively push you in your car. You don't have to fill. Okay, great. Thanks. So now you don't, but there are tens of millions or more of Americans, uh, very hardworking. Um, They they don't want uh, assistance. They want to be independent. Uh, Some working two jobs, some in many families Uh, husband and wife working four jobs Mm -hmm. and they need their vehicle to get to work. And in essence, this is a federal tax on the folks who are least able to pay it and a federal tax that even if they're only filling their tank once a week, Mm -hmm. it's now $30 more a week, $30 more, not $30, $30 more a week. In a, a, a two-income family, it's a $3,000 income tax, federal tax, uh, caused 100% by the federal government on people who are the least able to afford it. Uh, is it any wonder that many of our seniors are suffering from significant levels of depression? They have been ordered by the government not to socialize, not to interact for, what, two years now? Mm -hmm. And now they're being put in a position where they can pay for food. They might be able to cover their prescriptions, but can they put gas in the car? Can Can they buy heating oil? Can they pay for their heating bills, whatever... Uh, fuel they use and the answer is we're we're not sure and and there's no end in sight under the previous administration what 15 months ago crude oil was 36 dollars a barrel now 107 dollars a barrel and gasoline prices at the uh, at stations in in your neighborhood and mine they're raising the prices on a day by day in some cases hour by hour basis last time i got gas in belfast I was at the pump when they were changing the numbers on the sign, <sighs> and um, uh, the man at the pump across from me had just been inside of the store, and he came out and said, later today, the prices are going to be 20 cents a gallon more. Yeah. I was like, I'm glad I came before work uh, instead of waiting until after. Yeah, it's, um, it's uh, rough. It's, it is rough indeed. Uh, inflation, anything that affects uh, the cost of transportation affects delivery costs. Everything that you buy has been delivered to where you have purchased it. Even if you've purchased it online, it's, it's got to be delivered to you. So if you're UPS, if you're uh, Postal Service, if you're FedEx, um, it, uh, Walmart, and, and any other major retailer, uh, you are in a position where uh, you're going to be higher and higher costs. Travel costs. Um, our uh, team is uh, traveling to Salt Lake City in April, and uh, we have locked in our flights. Or have we? Mm. Have we? Yeah. Well, have we locked in the cost? Oh, I don't know. Is I it, don't know either. Uh, I, would... I thought that um, our travel agent said when I spoke to her the mm-hmm. other day that she could lock in the cost if she 
um, got everybody's info that night. But well, I, I'm hopeful that that is yeah. absolutely the case. Yeah. Um, I, I would guess that somebody who is booking those same flights in two weeks. Going to um, be paying more. Paying more. Yeah. 610-720-7900. Gene at askmtm.com. Alyssa at askmtm.com. Morethanmoneyonline.com. Um, we talked about jobs, uh, 678,000 jobs reported to be created in February, unemployment dropping to 3.8%. As the pandemic recovery becomes more and more and more pervasive, the country responds more and more and more. I have some um, disturbing news, and then I have a very interesting report. Which would you like to start with first? Um. No, you should be going to the phone first. And unfortunately, then we'll... no. That that young lady, uh, she dropped off. Oh, um, oh, so... sorry, I couldn't see her. Okay, no, no, no. okay. So disturbing news or an interesting report? Yeah. Um, let's start with the disturbing news. And... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, John. Yeah, John, <laughs> Miss Nancy Pelosi's joyous disturbing news. <laughs> uh, we, um, I met with a gentleman this week. A uh, long-term client, very good guy, very sound, very solid, um, uh, just salt of the earth. Um, had leased a car. The lease uh, gave him the option to mm-hmm. buy the car at the end of the lease okay. and set a price. Uh, in this case, approximately $25,000. Uh, went to the uh, dealership, a very, very well-known dealership here in the Lehigh Valley, okay. and said, yeah, I want to buy it. And they provided him with paperwork of $31,000. And he was uh, understandably confused. <laughs> well, the price in the lease was kind of a suggested price, which is poo-poo caca. Uh, when he returned again to finalize the paperwork, $33,000, oh, no. and then they added an extended warranty, when all was said and done, it was over $40,000. Are you serious? I'm deadly serious. Uh, this is not this gentleman's report. This is the documents that he allowed us to make copies of. Wow. So we are... Um, as he is, beyond appalled, yeah. um, the dealership, I get it, they're in business. I get it that, you know, you're trying to make a profit. I guarantee you that the price that was set in the lease allows them a very nice profit, or they wouldn't have set that price. Mm-hmm. I understand that now cars are more expensive than they were three or four years ago. I get that. I understand They're difficult to get. I get that. Uh, What I don't understand is that they have taken a loyal customer and they have gouged him out of thousands of dollars. Now, over 40 includes this ridiculous extended warranty. That was a personal choice. So let's not kind of cave on that. But if you go from 25,000, 26,000 to $33,000 on a contractually obligated commitment by the dealership, Oh, yeah, and that's the exactly They already paid for that car, um, right? Like yeah. how, is there something I'm missing there? Uh, the, the car uh, manufacturer was the holder of the title. They, they are the one that leased the car. But they, the dealership already got paid 
for selling the car. Yeah. They get paid for slices of the pie. They, uh, he's done all of the maintenance there. Wow. So they've gotten plenty of profit. And they would have had a very loyal, again, returning customer as opposed to someone that right now is, hmm, just beyond angry. What's he going to do? Um, well, that's a fair question. And one of the first things that we've suggested, and I, th- I think he's committed to, uh, is to talk to uh, talk to the owner, owner of the uh, dealership. Dealership. Oh, okay. Um, well known gentleman in the community. Mm-hmm. So this is not uh, a uh, uh, what's the word? He's not going to be hard to track down. <laughs> yeah. Um, the salesman involved. Um, goodness, as most folks who have shopped for a car understand, salesmen have limited influence. <laughs> But the managers and the finance people are the ones that are actually perpetrating this. And to the extent that um, this dealership or any dealership gets well known for abusing their clients in tough times like this. Yeah, when the when when the screw turns and the times are not as tough and people have lots more options, they have long memories. Mm -hmm. And uh, in this particular case, we've got some. Some folks who are well-connected with the owner, so we'll make some calls to them. Hopefully, they'll make a call to the owner. Hopefully, we'll get some resolution here. Wow. Um, I would like to think also that we get some uh, changes of policy, so so to speak. So uh, for the young lady who had called, if you want to call back, that would be great. 610-720-7900. Gene at AskMTM.com. Alyssa at AskMTM.com. Are you ready for... A report. This yes. is kind of fun. Um, it's uh, a report. It was a study done on 2,000 people who have retired. Okay. And it's a study on retirement happiness. What makes people happy in retirement? I've been studying about See? that. Yeah, that's great. See? Okay, I'm ready. So I'm thinking <laughs> that uh, between the two of oh, well, I, I have the list in front of me. Yeah. So I'm, in, in essence, I'm cheating. Mm-hmm. But it is an open book test. Okay. It's not really cheating if it's an open book test. And, and you have your notes and you have I'll, your books. I'll get, I'll get my book out. You got them all. Um, <laughs> I'm going to see what I can do just from my memory. Give me, <laughs> just give me one item that you would think would be um, that, that people who are happy in retirement would point to and go, that makes me happy. Um, having a purpose. Interesting. Very interesting. Um, different words, but the exact same meaning. Uh, in this uh, what research study, they reference that as valued activities, mm. things that people do that bring value to their lives, not just fill their time. Right. Because there's a lot of things that just fill time. Right. But that they value. Right. Um, so for purpose. Some, for some people, it's taking care of family, like grandchildren. Uh, for some, it's volunteer work. Um, my studies talk about how people who have jobs in retirement maybe part-time low-stress jobs. Um, they like having something to do, somewhere to go helping people in their job. Uh, all of those are examples of having purpose. Purpose. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. very cool. Good for you. Look at Thanks. you. Uh, you want to try guess number two? Um, and th- these are not necessarily in order of, of priority. They're just items. Okay. So, so um, I would say... Confidence, financial confidence and security is up there, not having to 
worry about being able to um, pay their bills. And- yeah, that that's way up there. It in this particular study, they mentioned two specific financial attributes that that made people much happier in retirement. Okay. One, they paid off their mortgage. Mm. Even if the mortgage was small, it's a psychological piece. We're talking about happiness now. We're not talking about, hey, you know, it's the, the it's, from a dollar standpoint, you could have made three more pennies. No, it's a it's an emotional thing. I get that, yeah. <laughs> Lots of people get that. Mm-hmm. Now, in honor of uh, a dear friend who passed a couple of years ago, a gentleman that I just loved, uh, Joe Reichert, Joe used to tease me because on air I had said, countless times I have never met someone who was unhappy that they paid off their mortgage and uh, Joe and uh, his bride came in for a review and at one point he said "Uh, Gene I gotta tell you something I paid off my mortgage years ago I'm just not that happy (laughs) it was great that's cute that's a great joke great great joke and I will what I can never talk about Paying off mortgages without thinking about Joe. He's, he left me that legacy. That is wonderful. <laughs> so having a home that is mortgage-free, huge, mm-hmm. huge. And having savings. Mm-hmm. Okay. And and savings is very personally de- de- uh, defined. Uh, for some folks, it was hundreds of thousands of dollars. For some folks, it was tens of thousands. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's a very personal issue. So having mortgage-free and having a cushion, what else? Health, good health. Yeah, health is, uh, is, is very high up there. And, and, and just as importantly, they, the happier people, the folks who are happier in retirement mm-hmm. are actively um, pursuing health. They're not just, hey, I'm pretty lucky. I'm in pretty good shape. No, uh, they work out. Mm. Uh, whether it's walking, brisk walking is really big. Yoga is really big. Zumba. Um, okay. Yeah. Zumba makes you happy. And a lot of the women in the Zumba class that I used to go to at nine o'clock on Saturdays were older, retired, and they... Big smile on their face. Yeah. Yeah. We all all had big smiles on our face. Weightlifting, pickleball, golf. Tennis. uh, Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's being, it's, it's actively pursuing your health. Mm Mm-hmm. As opposed to saying, I've always been healthy. I'm happy about that. No, no, that's not, that's not, that's not how we're getting happy in retirement. Yeah. Um, I would say relationships, like social. Oh, very nice. There, there's actually two pieces of that that absolutely talks about that. Number one, in retirement, the folks who have friends, yeah, friends that they can uh, either hang with uh, one-on-one, hang with you know, hey, come on over. Hey, let's go out to dinner and social activities. And um, the word church is all over that. Um, the level of happiness with people who report that they go to church on a regular basis, two and a half times higher than those who don't. I believe it. Two and a half times yeah. to show up on Sunday morning. Uh, listen to, and then, you know, sing some songs and love and, and, and worship and, 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 and two and a half times happier. That's pretty impressive. Yeah, it is. Pretty impressive. Um, married. Hmm. Being married makes people retired much, much happier. 
um, one of the things that I read about is a lot of people uh, who are retired are happier in their marriage at that time in their life than ever before. Um, when you're young and you're going through the child rearing uh, phase of your life and you're working full time and there's a lot of stress, um, you know, you're, you're easy, probably more easily um, like irritated. You're, irritable you're tired. You're, yeah, you're, you're tired. tired. You're busy. There's a lot of pressure, a lot of th- things you're dealing with on a daily basis that can come between you and your spouse or just prevent you from enjoying each other's company and just, you know, being closer. So um, when you're retired and you have more time together to just enjoy each other's company and do things that you like, your marriage actually improves uh, and you're happy. That's the happiest time in, in your life with your spouse. Very good. I have one more that, that adds to happiness. And, okay. then, and then I have one that is a huge marker of unhappiness. Okay. So adding to happiness is... Boshmots? Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. <laughs> just making that. It actually said there, there's a reference in the footnotes to Nazo Nut. Oh, it just <laughs> says right in the footnotes. Um, having your plans in place. Yeah. Having uh, both your living plans and your legacy plans in place. And uh, removing the diplomatic phrasing for a moment having a financial plan that gives you confidence that you can live your, in your retirement, happy, healthy, your bills are paid. You're not going to run out of money. Yep. And then having your legacy plans in place, your wills, your trust, your powers of attorney, your, your documents that allow you the confidence of knowing that when your time has come and uh, when that evening you will be at the banquet in the heavens, Hmm. Um, that you're the people that you love are taken care of. Yes, absolutely. Huge. Yep. I um Huge. I referenced that a couple of weeks ago about if you have a plan and you for your retirement income, you feel more confident, and with that confidence, you have less worry, which means you can be happier and you can just enjoy yourself. One of the ways we talked about was having that income stream that you know you can rely on, and you don't feel worried about spending that money, so you can do the things you want to do. So, yeah, that all makes sense. And and Keith talked to us, was that last, no, two weeks ago, Keith Stroll talked to us about all those basic documents and why you need them. Indeed. And you get them in place and then you know everything will be in good hands and, yeah. It, Indeed. Yeah, it's awesome. So. The thing that, what, what did you say? It was going to be it, something that. It reduces happiness reduces. by a factor of four and five and six. It is a huge reducer of happiness in, in retirement, retirement. Mm. I don't know it's when kids or grandkids move back into the house wow huge reducer of happiness now ironically having at least one child living close is an increase in happiness. Yeah, sure. Having a child or a grandchild living in the home reduces happiness more than basically anything else other than living in poverty. Do you hear that, kids? <laughs> <laughs> Stay out of mom and dad's basement. <laughs> Precisely. Precisely. 610-720-7900. Gene at AskMTM.com. Alyssa at AskMTM.com. That was fun. Oh, it's good stuff. Yeah. Very, very interesting. And of course, when we talk about retirement, and 
this is our fault, and 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 we need to be more cognizant. And of course, you're you're studying, and you're you're getting a lot of great um, uh, context around retiring because too often. So, how much do you need to spend? What's your social security? What did you? Right. It's all dollars. It's right. all dollars. And in reality, we have, as as you might expect, hundreds and hundreds of clients, and they run a spectrum from their retirement income is a couple thousand bucks a month to the retirement income is twenty thousand dollars a month, and has nothing to do with predicting how happy they are. They have never retired before so you sit down and it's like well what is this going to look like what's your life going to be like those are the questions we need to answer first really i mean the dollars are an important part but if you have no idea what you want to do with all your free time when when you grow up yeah yeah. when you grow up where do you want to be how do you want to spend your time what do you want to spend your money on and why um it it all can still feel scary and you know, ambiguous. And so I've been trying to have those conversations more starting with, uh, well, how do you see your time? And I, and I get drastically different answers. Just in the last, I think, two weeks, I had one person say nothing. I don't want to do anything. I'm looking forward to doing nothing. And I'm like, I, I'm like, I can get that. You know, and then there's another uh, gentleman who was like, I can't see me not myself not working. I'm going to do I have to get of some kind of job. I just don't want to have to work, you know, 60 hours a week. I want to work like 25 hours a week and not stress about it. So everybody's got different answers and that's there what's was, really important. There was a time when retirement indeed meant doing nothing. Because at the age where retirement was invented, 100 years ago or so, prior to that there was no retirement. You worked until you died because mm. um, you were a farmer or you were a blacksmith or you were a shopkeeper and that's how you fed your family. How are you going to feed your family if you're not working? So you worked. Yes. And then they invented retirement and then you rested for a few months and then you died. And now you retire and you've got 40 years. So it is a very, very, very different approach. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Uh, 610-720-7900. Alyssa at askmtm.com. Morethanmoneyonline.com. We're going to take your calls, your questions after this on More Than Money. Welcome back to More Than Money. If you sadly missed our first hour, uh, you're not out of luck. We've got you covered. Uh, We are going to post the entire show uh, Monday around noon. Uh, John does his uh, electronic magic. It's the shows in the hands of Megan. 
who uh, adds in our descriptor of the show. We highlight that so that you can search through those as we put them on the podcast. And then check it out. We covered a lot of ground in the first hour, a lot of interesting stuff. And hopefully stuff that you're going to want to reference when you get a chance. Um, we've got about a year's worth of shows there. So you've got plenty of material, plenty of material. 610-720-7900, Alyssa at AskMTM.com. MoreThanMoneyOnline.com. Alyssa's family had two birthdays this week. Zach, her husband, Andrew, her son. That's fantastic. We have a video posted on our website. Go to MoreThanMoneyOnline.com. Go to the banner. That will tell you what my guidance is relative to the Russia invasion of Ukraine and how you should respond. Uh, We have oil sanctions not on Russia but on America. Unbelievable. Prices at the pump are being adjusted multiple times a day. You already know that. You've filled up your tank, and it's getting beyond outrageous, and our leaders apparently have no intention of adjusting that in any way, shape, or form. We talked uh, uh, at length about some things that people can do to help protect their spouses who are not currently involved on the financial side. Mm -hmm. And we covered a lot of ground there. And then how to be as happy in retirement as you can. But gosh, we did cover a lot of ground. We did. That's fantastic. There's something we didn't mention yet. There's a birthday coming up in the next week. Um, Look, uh, I know you're kind of new to this whole radio thing. So uh, the the term Captain Obvious, I think, is uh, needs to be because... (laughs) America has like 340 million people, so of course there's going to be a lot of birthdays next week. A so. birthday in the MTM family. Sue Velarde? No. No. It's your birthday. Oh, my goodness. Oh, I forgot. <laughs> I'm so excited. Jean's birthday's on Friday, next Friday. Yeah, we got to, yeah, I need your help. Okay. Uh, picking a lunch place? P- picking a lunch place, exactly. <laughs> okay. Uh, tell everybody, uh, we, for lunch, for birthdays, we... Oh, yeah. Our team gets together every time someone on in, in the office has a birthday. And what we do is the birthday boy or birthday girl mm-hmm. gets to choose which restaurant we get our food from. And then we send out an email a few days in advance and say we're getting lunch for Gene's birthday on Friday. And he chose, and then whatever the restaurant is, and they send a link to the menu and everybody places their order, and then somebody goes out to pick it up, and we put the tables and chairs together, and we have an hour um, to eat and laugh and talk and laugh. We, there's oh. <laughs> there's we laughter all the time, but especially during lunch. It does uh, makes it a challenge actually to get the food down. Yeah, sometimes we choke. Or yeah, <laughs> and then sometimes stuff shoots across the table and just kind of. So we'll look forward to celebrating Gene's birthday on Friday with a lunch and he needs to decide where I would make one suggestion. Mm. Um, We have there's a lot of good places near our office. We've had quite a great variety, but we usually have our lunches on Mondays and a lot of places are closed on Monday. So we don't get to choose from those places. So maybe for Friday we can choose a restaurant that's not open on Mondays. But we'll, we'll look at the list. I have a list wow. <laughs> because food's very important to me. Does uh, Nazo Nut do? Uh... No, we're not getting no. lunch from Nazo. It's Lent. That's right. It's that's Lent. An, that's not an option. Oh, I've, I've, I have sacrificed my instinct to all things sugary. Right. That's going to be tough. Wow. But you can send Gene your birth- happy birthday wishes during the uh, next week. That, that's 
Just your thoughts. And then next Saturday, we'll see how he how he made it through the birthday, how he feels about it. <laughs> I feel great about birthdays. I, I, I find folks who um, are going, oh, I have a birthday. I hate birthdays. Really? Because, I mean, there's only really one way to avoid birthdays. Mm-hmm. Really? You want to? Not me. <laughs> I love them. Just keep them coming. <laughs> Jeez. 610-720-7900. We go to the phones. We talk to Elaine. Elaine, good morning. Good morning, Jean. Thanks for taking my call. Pleasure. Okay, question. Married couple, but they've been separated, not divorced, but separated for most of the 10 years that they were married. Mm -hmm. She wants to buy a home. She doesn't want him to have access to the home if she buys it. Uh, Is that possible? Or because they're still legally married, would he be able to swoop in and claim some of that? Oh, it's a very interesting question, and of course, we we start all legal questions with the disclaimer that we're not attorneys. I just happen to be a guy with 780 years of experience in all manner of this kind of stuff, so I would strongly recommend that this young lady consult with an attorney, a family law attorney, before she do anything. But can she buy a home without him having access I, I, my suspicion is that that's going to be a challenge and that it's going to need to be done very, very precisely. Uh, they've been separated for a long time, but uh, marital law being what it is, uh, there, there is a, um, uh, an assumed uh, joint ownership of assets unless it can be very clearly determined that an asset, for example, an inheritance, it was not intended to be jointly owned. So if uh, Diane and I, uh, if one of our parents passes away, and, and let's say it's, it's Diane's mom and, and, and she inherits from her mom and she keeps that money separately, that's hers. It's not subject to a marital division. Uh, this young lady, I think, would have to, and gosh, if they've been separated for 10 years, that she probably can easily demonstrate that this is being funded by her money alone, uh, her uh, credit score alone, her income alone. I think if she can demonstrate all those things, uh, can a married individual own property in their own names? The answer is sure. Uh, that happens all day long. The question is, can it be insulated against some claim, some marital cl- claim, should the uh, uh, marriage eventually be uh, dissolved? Do, do we do we have an I some understanding as to why after all these years they haven't divorced? Stupidity. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, fantastic. Sorry about that. Um, uh, it's a little more complicated than I'm willing to go. Oh, sure, air, sure, sure. That's the air. No worries. At the moment, to make this situation more interesting, uh, she doesn't know where he is. He's taken off. Oh, goodness. Well, you know what? She can't divorce him until they can find him. Well, uh-huh. and, and you know what? That may be the case. It may not be. I have read recent court rulings where absentee spouses have been divorced because the court determines that it, they, they have abandoned the marriage mm-hmm. and the court can order a divorce. So that, again, she has to have good legal counsel. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm sure that's the direction she's going. But oh, without I just a doubt. Thought, let me throw that one out. It's a little oh. bit different than what you usually do. It is with. indeed. We <laughs> love wrinkles. That's fantastic. Okay. Elaine, well, thank, thank you, you so much. Oh, thank, thank you. you. God bless you. You too. Bye-bye. 610-720-7900. Fascinating. Mm-hmm. Um, now, you want to hear something similar but totally different? Sure. 
we have a client and his wife who have been divorced for, oh, goodness, I won't get the number right, but I, I, I think it's approaching 20 years. And they're still together. Aww. And they're wonderful. They're, they do great together. And they they got divorced for whatever reason, long before I met them, and uh, still together. Actually, I have a client in a similar situation. Really? Uh, married, divorced, and now back together, but not remarried. Yep. Same deal. Yep. Yep. Maybe it was the marriage license. Maybe they're allergic. <laughs> I don't know. It's it. Uh, Whatever I, it, works. Oh, uh, right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, precisely. They're happy. That's all that matters. Uh, precisely right. We've yeah. talked about happiness, and we're going to keep talking about that all day long. Six one zero seven two zero seventy nine hundred. Alyssa and askmtm dot com. Email please. All right. So we have. Let's see. We have always looked forward to getting a tax refund. Who doesn't? Mm. Uh, we take 10% from our Social Security for federal income tax and always get it back when we file our taxes. Now, with the IRS being even more incompetent than normal <laughs> and the risk of our refund being stolen by hackers, we thought it would be a good idea to stop taking federal income tax from our Social Security and get more each month. Thank you for all your help and guidance over the years. It's good to know someone with 780 years of experience in the financial world. It is good. It is good. It is a good thing. So what do you think? Does that make sense? Instead of withholding 10% and getting it back, just stop withholding it and then not have a tax refund? Um, no shock to any loyal listeners. The answer is it depends. And I never said that before. This young lady's comment that they are incom more incompetent. Absolutely true. One hundred percent true. The hacking part, I'm less worried about. Mm. Um, we have had a number of uh, briefings by uh, security, particularly cybersecurity experts, about how best to protect uh, our our company, our clients, their data. Etc. And how clients can best protect themselves. And one of the most interesting observations that they make, and they make it every single time, mm -hmm. is the vast majority of identity thefts is done with paper. It's not electrons. It's not cyber hacking. It's they got to your mailbox before you did. Oh. They picked up a credit card application as if, gosh, do they, credit cards actually send people applications just willy-nilly? Oh, yeah, I guess they kind of do. Do loan companies just say, hey, we've already filled in all the paperwork. All you have to do is, yeah, and can they change your address? And, and all of a sudden, sure. So uh, I'm not as worried about the cybersecurity piece. I am modestly concerned about the incompetence of the IRS. Uh, the IRS is largely being run now on autopilot, computer-generated everything. So if you have as I suspect these folks have, a pretty straightforward tax return filed appropriately with the direct deposit of your refund, you're probably like 95% plus going to be fine. But if it's causing you agita, agita is a great word. I wish I knew what it meant. Uh, <laughs> if, if it's causing you distress of any kind, yeah, I would flip it off and I mean, I see even greater benefit in just the fact that the monthly income is a little bit more. Do you really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Seriously? Yeah. Okay. Um, I'll play devil's advocate for a second because okay. every financial textbook ever written 
in my lifetime. So the first ones were on parchment with the quill pen thing. Um, I mean, I'm old. I'm not back to like Stone Age. It wasn't like stone tablets or anything. Please, Moses. Um, the Every textbook says, do not give the government a interest-free loan by taking out more money than you have to. So if you're expecting, I'm picking a number out of thin air, a $1,000 refund, mm-hmm. and you get paid uh, weekly, your paycheck's going to go up 17 bucks. What, what, what are you likely to do with 17 bucks? Go out to eat. <laughs> I don't know. Stop on the way home. Fill up my gas tank. Fill up right now. Well, <laughs> put, put a quarter put, of a tank. Yeah, put three <laughs> gallons of gas in my car. <laughs> uh, about it. What are you likely to do with a $1,000 bill? Um, put it in the bank. <laughs> Precisely. Yeah. Precisely. Yeah. There are tons and tons of folks for whom saving, hey, it's an extra 17 I'll just slice that out and I'll put, okay, if you are, that you're, you're a better man than most of us. You're a better person than most of us. If you can look at that, I know I got an extra 17 bucks this week. I'm going to put that. Most folks are not going to do that. Most folks psychologically are not going to do that. But if they get a thousand, a check, it's a thousand bucks. You you don't just kind of go, eh, fritter. That's interesting. Um, I think, of course, it depends on your situation. But like if you're if you have limited income and retirement um, and, it, and it gives you a little bit of a cushion every month where you just feel a little less str- stressed. It just l- lets you breathe easy. So what did you start your answer with? It depends. It depends. Yeah. This is so that's what I was thinking of it in the context of someone who's relying on their social security to pay their bills and do the things they want to do. That extra seventeen bucks a week might make a difference. And and of life. course it wouldn't be seventeen a week. If if they're withholding ten percent of their social security I'm even if we talked about a, a middle of the road social security right. husband and wife, you're talking about three thousand bucks a month total. That's three hundred dollars a month. Yeah, that ain't nothing. Yeah, that ain't nothing. Yeah. So it depends. It, depends. it does really. <laughs> wow, it's funny how that Back works. Back to that again. Funny six one zero seven two zero seventy nine hundred. Happy to be taking your calls this morning. John's on that line. Did you want to do another email while we're getting that squared away? Sure. This one says, Gene, my IRA is going to my executor and executrix. Of course, they are non-spouse beneficiaries. Exactly how should they title my IRA when I pass? I have read in the absence of it being titled correctly, the IRS will consider the total amount as being withdrawn and fully taxable. Would appreciate an email stating the same. Thank you for your time and consideration. Um, the understanding of this emailer is 100% correct. If an inherited IRA is not titled correctly, the IRS determines that it's a full distribution and they must pay tax on 100% of the IRA in the year that it was received. So pick a number. There's 300,000 in the IRA. He has an executor and an executrix. So we have two beneficiaries. They each get 150 grand. Neither of them needs it at the moment. They're they're 50 years old and they're not going to retire for 20 years. And yet, sadly, if they take the money and put it into just an IRA or if they take the money, put it in their bank account, or if they simply don't follow the rules, 
the 150 is immediately taxable. They're probably going to lose 50 grand in taxes. Really sad. Mm-hmm. Um, the rule is not difficult to follow. It's referred to as an inherited IRA account. Every major custodian in the world knows exactly what we're talking about. And uh, if uh, Alyssa was the beneficiary of my IRA, it would say um, inherited IRA from the decedent Gene Dickinson uh, for the benefit of Alyssa Young. Just as simple as it can possibly be. And then she has her options in terms of how she wishes to withdraw that money. Pretty good stuff. Yeah. 610-720-7900. We have a caller? Yes, we do. Go right ahead. Hi, Jay. Welcome to the show. Good morning. Thank you. Uh, A comment on the young lady who called earlier about trying to get documents for her husband. Mm -hmm. Uh, You're quite correct. The VA is a place to start for his discharge papers, and what she's looking for is a form DD-214, DD being Department of Defense. Mm. Uh, She'll need some information like service number, stuff like that, to uh, get very far with that. The birth certificates are not uh, controlled by the county, but by the state. Oh, very good. So you need to contact Harrisburg for that one. And I think their center is out in Newcastle, PA. Um, I have a question for you, Gene. Well, first of all, Alicia, thank you very much. You sent me the SSA 44 form, and I appreciate that. You're welcome. Uh, I took some uh, uh, rebalancing last year, and along with that came some capital gains. And uh, it it put me into a fairly significant tax-owed situation. Gene, can you please explain the safe harbor concept? Uh, In terms of capital gains? Well, in terms of how much uh, they're going to be coming after me for some more money. And my understanding of safe harbors was if I had uh, as much or more uh, withheld from my taxes this year than I owed last year, they cannot assess me a penalty. That, That is exactly my understanding as well. And for Everyone out there listening, the, the term safe harbor is used in dozens of different applications. But in this particular case, safe harbor is an indication of something that as long as you follow a particular rule that you're safe, you're not going to be uh, uh, damaged in some way, penalized in some way or fined in some way. And in this particular case, uh, Jay is saying it exactly right. Again, as I understand the safe harbor rule. If you have paid in an amount in tax equal to or greater than what you paid the previous year, you should not be subject to um, uh, penalties and interest. Or interest as well? Or interest as well. Oh, okay. Good. Uh, I was thinking I would propose that. Good. Uh, Do I need to reference anything beyond safe harbors? You don't need to even reference safe harbor. That's something that they will determine. Uh, we, we mentioned earlier kind of in, the, in passing that the IRS is largely on autopilot these days. So there's not a lot of real human beings doing any appreciable amount of work. So the computer is going to look at what you are uh, filing this year. Uh, they're going to immediately see that you have a substantial tax owed. The the computer will go back to the previous year to see if you qualify for the safe harbor. And if you do, it doesn't need to do anything. You don't need to note it. It doesn't need to do anything. 
if for some reason it wasn't the case, and for a lot of folks, they've never heard of this safe harbor rule, uh, they, they file the return, they didn't file the rules, and all of a sudden they're going to get a computer-generated letter saying, you messed up and you owe us uh, uh, penalties and interest. Um, in your case, you should have no um, significant issue whatsoever. Great. Thank you very much. Oh, our pleasure, Jay. Take care. 610-720-7900. You were about to say. I was just about to say thank you to Jay for his help um, with Joe's question about the missing documents. Appreciate that. That is. I hope she heard. We have uh, we have a wonderful audience. Um, not unlike Gunther, we have a, a community, mm-hmm. and people are so willing to help, and so generous with their time and their willingness to help. It's yeah, wonderful. It is. It's wonderful. Six one zero seven two zero seventy nine hundred. Let me make sure. Oh. Um, our crack tax expert. I hope Jay's still listening because this will maybe adjust his uh, plan just a little bit, the oh. safe harbor plan. Mm-hmm. But our crack uh, tax expert, Diane, if that is her real name, <laughs> and the fact that she's on crack is so sad. It's just, oh, wait a minute. That's probably no, not. She's not, that's not the kind She's of, not on crack. No. She's a crack expert. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. Got it. Got it. Got it. Um, the safe harbor rule, Jay, if your income is over $150,000 is 110% of last year's tax. So if last year you paid 10,000, this year you owe 20. If you pay in, have paid in at least a hundred or you've paid in at least 11, then you are safe harbored. Oh, okay. So thank you. Thank you for that. She knows her stuff. She's up and around. She's up and around. It's tax season. She's up and around till all hours of the day and night. Uh, we actually uh, catered her dinner last night. Uh, sushi? You like sushi? Oh, I love sushi. Uh, we have a great sushi place up in Strasbourg. Just you told me the name. We haven't been there yet, but I, I saved it so that we uh, we have a chance to go out. That's Well, and if you're up and around and you don't call us, then you're going to be really upset. Yeah. I'll be really upset. Really, really good. Uh, fantastic. So, um, goodness. Um, we, we have tax experts online helping us out. We've got, uh, we got experts of all kinds. <laughs> We're very, very blessed. Mm-hmm. We are very, very blessed. 610-720-7900. Gene at askmtm.com. More than money online.com. Uh, We're looking into, we had described a very serious situation where gentleman's car lease, uh, uh, came up for, uh, purchase and all of a sudden the purchase price is, thousands more, 6,000 more than it should have been. And we're, we're on it. We're working on it. Yeah. That, that would be a, a great service if you can rectify yeah. that situation. Um, no, <laughs> um, <clears throat> interestingly enough, and I know you've bumped into this yourself in your practice. Um, folks often who have not used a financial advisor, um, may be under the misimpression that all that financial advisors do is talk about investing money. <laughs> and, and, and that brought a big smile to Alyssa's <laughs> face because it, it ends up, if, if we're investing your money correctly, it's a small piece. Yeah. It's, it's an important piece without a doubt. But sometimes 
um, rectifying a lease car purchase, sometimes finding a way to pay less taxes, sometimes finding a way to guide people to a happier retirement Mm -hmm. or a well-planned legacy uh, or a really cool social security strategy that works best for them. None of those have anything to do with investing. Right. I think the most important parts of my quarterly reviews with my clients are the things that we talk about that aren't about the portfolio. It's like, yeah, we sit down and we have reports and we look at what are, you know, what are the results of the last quarter, what's going on with your investments. But all the other stuff, honestly, has so much more value. What's going on in your life? Are you healthy? Do you have plans that have changed? That's stuff that we can then discuss and strategize about is even more important and when it comes to getting together and talking without a doubt without a doubt every day we get to hang out with friends Hmm. it's a cool thing 610-720-7900 Alyssa at askmtm.com Gene at askmtm.com morethanmoneyonline.com gosh is that enough ways that you can connect with us Hmm. well go old school we've got 27 and a half minutes left at 610-720-7900. We'll take your calls after this on More Than Money. Welcome back to the home of explanations. You've got more than money. You've got Gene Dickinson, your host, Alyssa Young, your financial advisor. Happy to be with you. Taking your calls at 610-720-7900. Your email's Alyssa at askmtm.com. Do not text me because I have a whole group of crazy friends who are texting the bejeebies out of us. They're planning a St. Patrick's Day festival. That sounds delicious. Uh, it, well, number one, <laughs> delicious, and then and then they have developed this, and I don't know if it's they figured it out or if they stole the idea, but it's called a keg toss, mm. and they get a big keg for the guys and a small keg for the girls, and and after you know, uh, sometimes mm-hmm. people have refreshments, mm-hmm. and then and then sometimes people have, you know, like a lot of refreshments, and then they. They, they, we go out into a wet field and spin around and throw cakes. <laughs> it's a recipe for disaster. Yeah, it sounds dangerous. <laughs> yeah, I, <clears throat> it, I'm, it, okay, yeah, I do. It's, I, I throw you partake? Them. I partake. Mm. Let me know when that is just so that the next day we know, like, if we have to cancel your meetings or anything. Oh, that's a good point. <laughs> that's a very good point. Hmm. Uh, no, nah, it'll be no, on a weekend. Don't hurt, a... don't hurt yourself. Don't hurt yourself, big boy. What is that about? Come on, what? you're being nasty. Well, I'm not being nasty. Uh, I'm just. A little, it's a little concerning that if you're, you know, intoxicating Alyssa, in intoxicated I, I, in the mud. No, 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 no. I the, the eliminate the intoxicated part. Okay. I never get intoxicated because I enjoy watching other people be uh, intoxicated okay. way more than I enjoy <laughs> being intoxicated. 
It is some of the most fun you can have with your clothes on. It's just <laughs> so funny, um, particularly people who, when they drink, get in their own minds smarter and smarter. Mm. They start explaining all kinds of stuff that <clears throat> they actually don't know how to explain. Speaking of explaining, we have 21 and a half minutes left in this edition of More Than Money, so my explanation to you is 610-720-7900. Please give us a call. Happy to help. If you are concerned about the impact of the Russian invasion of the Ukraine, you should be. Every thoughtful person, every caring person, every person with any sense of humanity is very concerned. Uh, if you're also concerned about how to respond, both from an investment standpoint and a personal standpoint, uh, we put together, we, I'll take full responsibility, Gene put together a video that explains um, about 80% of it is uh, solid, uh, strategic, here's what you should do, and about 20% of it's my own opinion. So you'll, you'll get both. And uh, you, you have easy access, morethanmoneyonline.com. It's at the top of the homepage. It is the banner. Just click on the banner, and um, in under 10 minutes, you're going to get everything I got. As a matter of fact, I broke it into two pieces. The first two minutes or so is the summary of exactly what I think you should be uh, thinking about at this point. And then the balance of the video are the details behind that summary. So if you are so inclined and you're concerned, please uh, check that out. Jobs report for February was very, very good. 678,000 jobs, or as Alyssa likes to say, 685,000 jobs. <laughs> Close enough, please. Um, and, and, and I had teasingly said uh, they're just going to revise it anyway. Yeah. Uh, the November number was 199. They revised it to 800,000. Right, so I'm definitely well within. Oh, you're you know, within tolerance. Margin of error. Margin of error. That's exactly. Whoa, that's pretty fancy. Mm, I'm a statistical genius. No, I'm just kidding. You're she, I'm not. statistical whiz. Whiz. Um, which I think the ladies' room is out. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, she's still working on that. Okay, uh, we have some, uh, earlier in the show, we had some decidedly negative comments about the State of the Union. Uh, if you wish to review those, um, the podcast will be available to you on our website Monday at approximately noon. You are working feverishly looking, over there. I'm just looking for something. Uh, so, because when I, when I read um, the news this morning um, while I had breakfast, I saw... Uh, a headline about the jobs report and I'm like picturing it in my mind and I just wanted to see what it says, but I can't find it. Uh, I'm, should but, we just wait? We'll no, just wait. No, no, no go no, ahead. No, no, take your no, time. No, it's not. Important. No. It's not important. Dead anyway. air silence really is not a bad. <laughs> no, do a little musical inter interlude. I'm done. Or a quaalude or what's there's some, some kind of lude. Um, <laughs> you're done now. I'm done. Welcome back. <laughs> <laughs> Six one zero seven two zero seventy nine hundred. From that pile of emails, what do you got? Let's read this one. It says, "Dear Jean, my wife and I, we are retirees, have a matured annuity about one hundred thirty-five thousand dollars in our joint account. A financial advisor recommends that rather than cash it out, we reinvest in a newer, lower fee annuity." so as to delay the tax burden on capital gains. 
as we do not have a foreseeable need for this money, but rather plan on leaving it as part of our estate. In your opinion, is this a good plan? Do you recommend an alternative investment strategy? The investment instrument he recommends has the following interest crediting options. 7% annual point-to-point index account with Mm. participation rate and annual spread. Mm. Do you have any reservations with this? Thank you in advance. No, we have reservations in Salt Lake City for the hotel, but we don't have. (laughs) All right. This is a very, very interesting question. It has a number of moving parts, so I'm going to try to unpack it. Um, carefully. Okay. Um, they have a uh, an annuity that has matured, so we're we're making the broad assumption that there are no longer any surrender charges. That's a very important piece of this puzzle because many annuities, particularly in the early years, have surrender charges that can be significant, huge. Yeah. Uh, so we're assuming that it has gone through that. Okay. Now he mentions that it's in their joint account. So that causes me pause. Um, If it's already in their joint account, it almost makes it sound like it it matured and they sent them a check. But he goes on to say that he has talked to a financial advisor who's talking about doing a rollover. Mm -hmm. So let's, again, assume for this discussion that they have not cashed it in. Uh, I'm going to use the example. They invested $100,000 seven years ago. It has grown to $135,000. It's still inside the annuity. And the question is, what do we do now? Is that that how you're reading that as well? Yeah. Okay. The proposal, the descriptor of the proposal, makes it clear that the advisor is recommending a fixed indexed annuity. A fixed index annuity says... Your principal is guaranteed by the annuity company. So to the extent that they're being recommended a company that is financially very strong, there's not a single reason on the planet to be dealing with a company that's not. There are so many high-quality companies that if you're being offered a company, and sadly there are lots of them out there and lots of salesmen out there pushing the products, why would they do that? Oh, yeah. High commissions. If you are not dealing with a company that's extremely uh, highly rated financially, walk away completely and definitely walk away from the salesman because that is a red flag that the salesman does not have your best interest at heart. A fixed index annuity, depending on your financial goals, could be, however, the, in, in general terms, could be a reasonable choice. Because you could exchange your current annuity for this newly issued annuity and avoid uh, current income taxes. However, be very clear that annuities come in multiple flavors. And multiple flavors means uh, you might very well find a fixed indexed annuity attractive. You might find a fixed annuity attractive. You might find a variable annuity attractive. You might, you get the idea? Mm -hmm. So before you decide to make that tax deferred exchange, make sure that you have evaluated all of your options. That's generally done with a financial advisor who is a fiduciary, 
fiduciary meaning they must operate, they are committed to operating both legally and ethically and morally and personally in your best interest, as opposed to what sounds like an individual who's selling a product. Mm. So if they don't need the income immediately, that's a good indicator that a rollover is probably a good idea. The reference to lower fees, uh, it is a very typical salesman's um, mantra that fixed indexed annuities have no fees. That is a big steaming pile of hoo-ha. So if you are dealing with a quote-unquote financial advisor salesman, if you're dealing with somebody who claims to be a financial advisor salesman, who is saying you got to buy this because it has no fees, pack up. I mean, literally in the middle of that sentence before he or she gets to the end of, well, and you know, you should do this because this has no feet. Get out of there because they are not truthful. They are not credible. They are not giving you accurate information. They cannot be trusted. Now, are the fees hidden? Sure. Are they hard to, uh, to, de, uh, de, to divine? Sure. <laughs> That's why you deal with somebody who's willing to do the homework. So a second opinion is mandatory for this gentleman and his wife. And make sure you do that before you take any actions whatsoever. 610-720-7900. Back to the phones. We talk to Ed. Ed, good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. How are you? Very well. Okay, I got a question. I'm working on this idea that I think that for, I'm more your age than Alyssa's age, <laughs> but I think that uh, people of different age cohorts tend to approach investment diff- diff- differently. Mm-hmm. I think, for instance, since the late 90s, young people are more interested in the tech sector. You know, the Facebooks, the Twitters, the, the things I don't even understand and less interested in industrials. I think young people today are much more likely to embrace cryptocurrencies and alternative investment strategies than people our age, Gene. And I wonder if you guys have any thoughts about that and if that has any implications for the big markets in general. Yeah, uh, it, it, and it really does. It really does. Uh, for lots of folks of an age where we uh, look at particular types of investments with a little bit of, uh, uh, if, if not flat-out befuddlement, a little bit of skepticism of, uh, yeah, okay, I've kind of lived my whole life without needing to have a, a, another um, techno gadget. Um, okay, Um to uh, dismiss those opportunities out of hand is to um, eliminate an entire realm of, of, of potential return for your investments. So when we create a portfolio and we uh, do an asset allocation, which is a fancy term for we're creating a recipe and we're choosing the ingredients that we're putting into uh, this, this uh, meal that we're preparing, uh, we're going to include, we're going to recommend that we include a full spectrum of traditional investments for sure, uh, some more cutting-edge investments, perhaps in a smaller percentage, a smaller dose, so to speak, or a smaller, you know, there, there's meals that you may, you add cups of ingredients, and then there's uh, ingredients that you add a pinch of or a teaspoon of. To taste. 
to ta- or to taste. <laughs> ah, very nice. So, and to taste actually is a very appropriate uh, reference here because uh, if Ed and I are sitting down and 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 we're kind of comparing notes about what's kind of important to us, um, and and somebody suggests something, it's got a little more risk to it. Well, it is to taste because we may not have the taste for risk that somebody who's 30 years old. And the, the reality is we shouldn't. In, in most cases, 30-year-olds mm-hmm. should have a tremendous appetite for risk, well-controlled, intelligent, uh, appropriately designed risk, but risk indeed. They've got 35 or 40 years of ups and downs ahead of them, uh, where Ed and I, we may only have 35 or 40 years because we still, we still got tons and tons of time. Um, but but I, I hear what you're saying. Uh, it's, it's important to be uh, strategic, informed, open-minded. Um, but when you're creating that, uh, that meal, you get, you got a season to taste. I think it's uh, about the risk, but also people have an affinity to things that they know, right? So younger people know the companies in the tech technology sector because it's part of their lives. They use these platforms, they use the gadgets. And so they're familiar with it. And if you're not, it might just feel even scarier or confusing and you want to stay away from it. So that does, that does make sense. That it makes, you're, you're, you're absolutely right. And you're actually hearkening back to an individual who was likely when, when you were either not yet born or in elementary school was at the top of the investment uh, food chain, a guy named Peter Lynch. He was the manager of a fund for Fidelity called Magellan. And for 10 years in a row, Magellan crushed the competition. Peter Lynch became famous for not only that performance, but for getting out on top. I give him credit for understanding that a lot of his um, success was fortuitous in plain speak he got lucky Mm. he got lucky and then he got out on top and because he wrote his reputation he wrote books he made multi multi millions of dollars telling people how to invest his mantra was you only invest in products you use that's a fascinating uh, that would, for the most part eliminate healthy people from investing in any medical device companies well, that makes no sense. Uh, I use Samsung phones. I would never invest in Apple. That makes no sense. There, there's just uh, tons of things that 40 or 50 years ago were considered to be absolutely fundamental laws of investing. Simply isn't the case. Interesting. Can I do a quick follow-up with this? Oh, please. Okay, then would you advise someone my age, am I going to be more comfortable working with someone your age who's coming at this from a very similar viewpoint, or might I be better off working with someone like Alyssa, who is a younger person and will be looking at it from a different perspective, uh, which will be more valuable? To uh, that, that, that's a great question, and I'm going to answer it in a way that may surprise you, and then I'll tell you why I'm giving you that answer. In this particular case, you would be well-served, to be dealing with an advisor like Alyssa. And here's why. When you're dealing with Alyssa, you're getting two things that you may or may not get when you're dealing with someone like Gene. The first is a tremendous energy 
for uh, the service that you deserve and require. So I, I say tongue-in-cheek on occasion. It's not really tongue-in-cheek. Uh, one of the reasons I would love you to work with Alyssa or, or Chad or, or Mark or Greg, Daryl, is, is because when you, when you phone the office, they actually will pick up the phone and talk to you. When you email, they'll respond within the hour. And in my uh, station with our company, with the clients that I have currently um, service and have I'm not added new clients for quite some time, that is sadly not a, an expectation that you uh, should have. If you're, if you're going to call Gene, I will absolutely call you back before we're both gone. But, but, but quicker than that, not necessarily. The second thing that would lead you to uh, choosing Alyssa versus Gene is if you choose Alyssa, you also get Gene. That's right. We're two, two for the price of one. It, it truly <laughs> is. So you're getting all of the perspective of 780 years of experience and all the energy of somebody with only 360, 370 maybe. I don't even, <laughs> I don't, I'm not sure you're even at 380. Uh, in terms of years. Next week. So in many cases, since uh, we work uh, very much in the More Than Money World headquarters as a team, um, uh, the phrase that I often use just as I'm exiting a conference room is that Alyssa is fantastic. And if she needs an old guy, she'll come and get me. <laughs> so it works out really, really well, Ed. Okay. Thanks for your thoughts. I appreciate uh, God it. God bless you, sir. Take care. Take care. It is great fun um, that we have the, um, and I don't have a better word. I wish I did uh, the synergism that we have, uh, camaraderie, yeah. um, the the complementary skill sets that we have on our team, um, the partnerships, the conversations, so that um, uh, uh, for folks who are not actively involved in this industry. There's so much that goes on um, th that evolves. Mm -hmm. And what two weeks ago was a great idea is a uh, idea. And for uh, an idea that's insanely great for Ed is dreadful for Jay. And having the ability, unlike uh, I, I was meeting with Greg Grillo, one of our advisors and, and, and his clients this week, and they described the fact that they're leaving an advisor who's a good guy, uh, but he practices all by himself. Mm. He, it, it's, it's him and nobody else, and he's had some health concerns. And now if he's gone, what happened? Yeah. And in our world, um, if Gene's gone, it's, it's a minor speed bump on the way to the next uh, freeway on-ramp. It's everybody steps right in. And that would happen with anybody, any advisor yeah. in, the, in on the team. We uh, just last week, and we have a, uh, another one coming up this week, we have met as an investment team to talk about how we adapt our plans, our strategies, our model based on what's happening. Uh, we, we've been talking about, you know, the markets and how they've been volatile and, mm -hmm. and they've, they're down a lot year to date. Um but interestingly, you know, we have balanced portfolios that also include fixed income mm -hmm. assets. And they're also getting hit on that side because of the prospect of rising interest rates. We have to talk about how it's going to affect the bonds in your um, in your portfolio 
and what should we do about it? So we've had discussions mm. last week and we have another follow up meeting this week about how we can adjust so that we better serve our clients, um, you know, and make sure that their portfolios can perform better as the market is recovering and as things change. And we put our heads together and we talk about those things together. And the key in that description is to better serve our clients. We have uh, no pride of ownership of an idea. We have pride in serving our clients. So if Alyssa brings an idea to the table that's valuable, we're all ears. And if the old guy brings an ta- idea to the table, all right, sometimes they listen. It's, it's not always. Let's be honest. Of course we do. They go, or at least they pretend to. They're not actually texting in front of me while I'm giving them new ideas. <laughs> the advantage of that leveraging of multiple intelligent people's thoughts and, and uh, strategies cannot be overstated. It simply can't be. And with a common thread of how do we better serve a client? That's the common denominator to all the decisions that are made, um, all the, whether it's an investment decision, social security uh, idea, estate planning um, strategies or techniques, um, it doesn't matter. Yeah. It's what's best serves the client. And you don't just get Alyssa or just get Chad mm. or just get Greg or just get Mark or just get Daryl. You get really all of us and all those specialists that we rely on as a team to help with the questions that we can't answer. Yeah. So, and up, up till recently, I thought that all my clients who I've had for years and years and years, I thought they were very, very uh, blessed to continue to have me as an advisor. And then they started meeting you and liking you much better. So. <laughs> There's a little, little snarkiness a little sting, there. Yeah. We just have a minute or two left in this edition of More Than Money. So if you're hearing all of that, you're saying, I, I, they sound like a bunch of wackos. That, that they're I'll they're right our, our kind of people. Uh, and if you're you, a wacko too, call us. Yeah. There's, there's a marketing campaign that should go completely off the rails. 610-746-7007 is our office. 610 610- Seven four six seven zero zero seven. Our website morethanmoneyonline.com. Morethanmoneyonline.com. Emails Alyssa A L Y S S A at askmtm.com. Gene G E N E at askmtm.com. If we may serve you in any way, shape, or form, please let us know. We're happy to do everything in our power to do exactly that. Thanks for being part of the show. Hopefully you'll be back next week after the big birthday celebration and we'll see you right here on More Than Money.